Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Man in the Post weekend review show. Although we're not quite reviewing anything at the moment, we will just thought we'd all come back um, and we'll have a brief discussion of last season and we will start to preview the upcoming season. The we I discuss is the usual we with our semi-regular now becoming a more regular host. So uh, I'm your host Ali as always and joining me we have Dave Black, Si Regan and Carol Ambridge. How are we gentlemen? It's been a while. Very good, thank you. Aye, tremendous, thank you. Yeah, I'm, I'm all right, thank you very much. Well, it's been a it's been a long old summer. We took a probably a bigger break than we we planned. I think we all kind of needed a break from from football all for different reasons. <laughs> Certainly, Carl. Um, oh, but we, before here we, we go. <laughs> no, no. Before we preview the season, I've kind of taken a break from football altogether, um, not knowing anything. So I'm going to come to each individually, give me a quick summary of how you felt your season went from last season, and then how you think your summer's gone before we we jump into the league overall, and we'll get some predictions and we'll talk about what's going to go on. So, Dave, uh, Mister Mister Moneybags, there obviously a <laughs> positive end to the season, uh, the way it went. Second or third highest points total from when. Change managers, I believe something, something of those lines. So, yeah, summary of your season, and and then yeah, let us know what your your thoughts on your summer so far. Yeah, well, obviously, I mean, last season was fantastic. Um, I know we finished what eleventh in the end, but um, obviously, getting the takeover done and sort of starting a new chapter, if you like, was was the, always going to be the biggest story. And staying up was the was the only thing we need to do. This summer, we haven't really splashed as much cash as people thought, but the owners have been quite candid with the don't want to break the FFP rules, Carl. Um, they just want to <laughs> sort of steadily build, um, which, you know, I think is the right thing to do. I know there's obviously demand for that, you know, let's go and get Champions League overnight, that kind of stuff. It's just not going to happen. So um, I'm quite happy to, with a slow build. So obviously getting players like Matt Target in, so that was just making sure we're standing still from last season. And then um, bringing in Nick Pope for what looks like a bargain at 7 mil. It's, you know, Proven Premier League goalkeeper, um, good, good, good get. Um, I'm fairly happy. I mean, I think there'll be a lot more deals to be done over the next month or so. But uh, what we've gone so far, we obviously got Botman, who we tried very hard to get over in January. Um, interested to see how he gets on. But the defence now looks fantastic. Um, we could do with maybe one or two more attacking players. But so far, I'm pretty happy with how we're doing. Yeah, no, I think that's fair. I think. Um as you mentioned about the, the spender, I think everybody had that high expectation. But I think this is the sensible point. And we said it even in January, Dave, as well, didn't we? That, like, 
buying superstars right away doesn't work. I mean, Man City tried it, remember, and it, and and even for them who were who were a little bit higher level than than yourselves at the time, it, it just doesn't work. The sustainable model is, you know, gradually you obviously you survive relegation. That was never going to be the plan, but it's it's now top ten finishes and pushing for Europe and then building that Europe into Champions League sort of thing. It's it's got to be a I don't know, maybe four or five years is a bit too much, but it's kind of got to be along the lines of that four or five seasons of a of a build. Oh yeah, completely. Um, I know there's like a lot of people saying, oh, you know what, go and buy and Bappe and all that kind of stuff, and oh look, you, you know, you've bought Chris Wood instead. Yeah. Um, I, I was never of the impression that we were going to go out and get these superstars. One, because why would they come to a club that was nowhere near the European places? But also, like, it's just not sustainable. Um, Obviously, Man City did this in a kind of a different time before all these FFP rules and stuff. Now, I know some clubs, Barcelona, are obviously quite good at flaunting them. Um, <laughs> but we've got enough of it. I think we've, our owners have got probably enough of a spotlight on them already without, yes. <laughs> without uh, tempted fate by splashing the cash. Plus, also, we're going to spend a lot of money on the training ground and things like that, which, again, good players aren't going to come and train in a hovel. Like, we, we need to have the infrastructure in place before we get on to anything like that. So, Slow and steady for me. Um, hoping for top half this season, and we'll go from there. Yeah, no, I think that's fair. Um, so I'll, I'll pass you by just now. Just obviously, it was kind of almost a pointless season for yourselves, as we discussed many a time. Um, I'll go to Carl. Obviously, I've had a lot riding on the end of the season as well, and <laughs> probably the, the anger for us all in general. So, I mean, Carl, your thoughts on how your season went overall last year, and, and yeah. And, Again, as I said, Dave, how you how you feel the summer's gone so far? Obviously, there's a long time before the the window ends. But yeah, thoughts on the the summer window? Um, obviously, we we all know my, my feelings on the the season just gone. It was a um, it was a farce from start to finish. Um, to to go to go from what we were to what we became. Was just an absolute farce. Um, don't get me wrong. As much as as much as I hate to say it, or not hate to say it, Lampard done well in the end. He got the results. We stayed up. Bloody bar. I get that. The summer, Jesus, selling with Charles. Wow. Um, I didn't see that coming. I really didn't. Especially to the team we sold them to as well. Um, I get why we sold them. But you've got to have that person to step straight in. We sold him what four weeks ago. I'm signing. I'm, I'm guessing you've all seen who we signed today. I don't agree with the signing. I, I don't agree who we signed yesterday. Um, I think without being negative or to be negative, I think we're seriously going backwards. Um, and the names that we're getting linked with now, it's just like wow. Um, it's going to be a long, hard season. Not going to lie. Yeah, I'm But no, it's yeah. I can't argue with what you said. It's um, I, I won't give Lampard any of the credit. Unfortunately, I just I, I I disagree with that fact because um, he did get maybe it wasn't him. Maybe it was just the fans who had to take us there, but. There's going to come to a point where they can't take us there every time because the novelty will wear off. Sorry, there's a very weird narrative around Lampard where, like, 
you came in and you got actually worse for a few months to the point where you were in serious relegation trouble and then you sort of recovered from that but you ended up kind of like where you were when he took over yeah no yeah. no but no but it, which I do agree with but you've got to look at the teams who we beat as well we did beat Chelsea I know Man United are crap we still beat them we went to Leicester and beat them we don't really beat them at their place yeah, oh, no. is that not is that not should that not be looked at as more of a negative though? In because because well, look at the teams you were losing to. What's the point of beating Chelsea if you can't beat Norwich? I don't know if you beat Norwich, but you know what I mean. Like using that as an example, like the teams around you, you weren't beaten. Well, but then you were beating Chelsea, what, as you say. Well, yeah, this is what I just alluded to. Um, I'm not, I'm not saying Frank Lampard's the hero. He's he's not. No, but no, I know not. that. But that's why. That's, but, that's but he's, what... he's not. He's. I don't think he's the cause either. I think he's. I think no. he's been dealt a bad hand as well. To be fair. Um, no. I, I think mm. I, I know. Like all three years, will probably say, "Oh, Lampard should be taking this job." But I'm not being funny. Sorry, say he's got a better win ratio than Steven Gerrard. So, your witness. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be very worried if. My manager in pre-season was already saying, yeah. like, in a relegation battle, that's, that's not what you want to hear. I think... And, and yeah. also, after every defeat last season, the first reaction to him in, in the interviews after the game was to throw the players under the bus, which... But they yeah. needed it, though. They, they needed it. And, and let's face it, our starting eleven is not very good. Our squad is not very good. We dragged ourselves out of it. Wildly. There's definitely well, bigger yeah. issues than Lampard. I do exactly. Think the the too big to. for Lampard as well. I don't he's think... not ready for that at this stage. He's managing. No, he's, he's, I think. I think it's very harsh to say Lampard's this, Lampard's that. Lampard's not fucking soft. He he, he knows he's been dealt a bad hand, and um, Kevin Thelwell, who's came in, is probably thinking, "What the hell have I done?" <laughs> <laughs> he's got no money to spend, and what money he's got to spend, he's got to play on Klarna. It's it it's it's a it's embarrassing. And so who, so who, do you who do you think's picked Dwight McNeil? Is that a Lampard signing, or is that like who's who else would be that? <laughs> um, I, I I generally don't know. Um, I think it we've gone for Corney, and so the way it is, we. Tried to pay them like three million over like five seasons, <laughs> and I'm not even joking. Oh. Um, I think these. I think I. I literally think they've gone. By the way, you can have Dwight Dwight McNeil on this, and we just went yeah, go ahead. I think, yeah, I think McNeil was McNeil was good a few years ago. Like obviously, like rest of Burnley, kind of fell off last season. But if we can get him anywhere near what he was like, he must be a useful asset, I'd say. Is he a Richarlison replacement? Well, it depends how you're going to play, because, I mean, the problem, I mean, it's not really a problem. Richarlison pretty much single-handedly kept you up, in my opinion. Like, he was outstanding and, for the last few months. Of the and season. Jordan, by the way. No, Pickford? Yeah. All right, OK. Um, <laughs> in terms of goals, Richarlison kept you up. But, obviously, the man who didn't really perform last season was Calvert-Lewin. Now, he was injured for the majority of the time. Yeah. So... If he's fit, you know, bringing in a winger who could potentially supply him with, the, you know, the chance of scoring goals, that's got to be, I think, but I don't know. You've, as you say, you haven't got the money to go 
going by with Charlton type player, which is I don't know, actually essentially Corny, isn't it? A winger who can also play up front. But I think Corny would have been the better option, to be honest. It's a tough one oh, because I mean, the the problem Everton always had with Richarlison was where to play him. Um, I mean, if Lampard's going to come in, he, he he needs to put his big boy pants on and start. I mean, Everton fans have already accepted. They, they don't. For all the Everton fans I spoke to, including yourself, Alex, it's it's not even the you're not expecting the top quality anymore. It's just you you want effort and you want you know you want a system, you want a style, you want to see almost an identity back. So if, if Lampard's going to come in and, and be successful, he needs to come in and stamp his own way and uh, change it. Or I say change the style of play, but I'm not sure what style of play Everton you know had because the managers have changed so much and the, the amount of signings that they've had you know over the years there's been almost like no strategy. Like a, a bit like we mentioned, obviously on the lower end of the scale, but a bit like the way we've always spoke about Man United. You know, it's just been a turn around the managers, turn around the players, just. Chopping and changing, they almost now need to find an identity, and maybe this is what Lampard's going for, and that's why the the O'Neill signings come in. You know, the, the Richarlison, Richarlison's your best asset for making money. Um, Calvert Lewin possibly could have been, but as I think Dave mentioned there, obviously he was injured for eighty percent of the season last year. Yeah. Um, so Richarlison, what did you not get? Like forty five, fifty million. Sixty. Uh, yeah, that's it's a no-brainer. Like you, you can't not in the no. position Everton are financially as well. So is Dwight McNeil a drop-off? Yes. Could he benefit the team more depending on the system Lavers going to play? I mean, time will tell. I mean, you can never judge pre-season. I know I asked you off air how how pre-season had gone, but I mean, next week in the next six weeks, say, is time's going to tell. Um, as Dave said earlier, O'Neill. Two seasons ago, two and a half seasons ago, he was probably Burnley's best player. Um, yeah. And I mean, if you can get that back and if you can get him linking up with Calvert-Lewin, which is key because you need goals, goals are crucial. Because um, you signed Tarkovsky as well, is that right? Yeah. Um, I forgot about him. Yeah, if Tarkovsky <laughs> turns in half the performances that he put in at Burnley, you're, you're laughing. You've also got the relationship with Tarkovsky and O'Neill. Um, O'Neill, McNeil, um, together it, it just makes a difference. I mean, again, I'm I'm not Lampard's biggest fan. I think he's out of his depth. I I, I think he'll be the first manager. Be, actually, no, I don't. I, um, it's no surprises who you think. I think the first manager will be sacked this. Um, <laughs> but he he needs to it needs to be like a, a big boy pants and and I'll I'll come on to it as well when I move on right after this to to Gerard. It's the same there. We now need to start seeing an identity. You need to see what he wants, almost getting his stamping his identity on it, and then just gamble. If you, it's better to be fired going out your way than I, I, I disagree. Scramble? No, no, absolutely not. You need to. I, I, honestly, I disagree because, as Dave alluded to there, uh, when he was playing his way, we were getting dicked. So. Yeah, but you you get in a team no, that but, wasn't his. Now that's no, what I'm but, saying. Now he's got to make his own team and play his no, way. No, but this is this is this will not be his team. This is what you're not know, saying. understanding. Um, it, it's he's firefighting. 
I'm sorry, but he, he is. He, he was always going to though, going to Everton. This is his problem. So he can't, he can't stamp his authority when he's firefighting the team. Come on, Ali. But he made, yeah, he has to because that's the decision he made. He chose to go there, knowing what it'd be like. We all can see it from here. But he can't make a team if he's not given the tools to make his own team. I think that's the thing. Like, he's no man's going to go to Dwight McNeil. <laughs> you missed the point. There's very, there's very few jobs. I'm just going to go in. So I was just going to say, isn't, that, isn't this where managers supposed to show his managerial and coaching credentials by improving <coughs> and which, the players that he's got? Yeah, which you get, but you can't turn around and go, "This is his team," when it's not. Well, I'm not saying this, but he's got to make it his team. Oh, you're changing your words, Ali. <laughs> I, I'm not. Let's I'm not move on, please. <laughs> No, he has to I, start I, I think you're wrong. I, I, I think you're wrong. Yeah, I, Sorry. I, <laughs> I, I don't. And time will tell when he's not in the job any longer because he... Oh, you're missing the point. Okay. Anyway, Sai, <laughs> it's, it's, it's been a while since I took the mic out of tire on mine, so um, we'll, get to, we'll get to that soon. But, um, yeah, your season was kind of... I, I, I really feel kind of... Eventless last season. It was kind of you were safe very early on. I know you changed the manager quite early on, but you were never really in danger. You were never really going to go up. It just seemed like Gerard spent the whole season kind of trying to figure stuff out. So I mean, again, how how would you rate your season overall? Um, and then how's you? How do you feel your summer's been up to date? Obviously, again, it's, we've still got a while to go, but yeah, what was your thoughts so far? Um, with the season, it's kind of underwhelming, really. Um, to finish 14th isn't great. Um, then you kind of look, I think, I mean, sometimes these sort of tables are a bit silly, but like, if you looked at the table from when Gerard came in, I think we'd have finished, I think it was like 10th or 11th. So, you know, it's kind of, it's a decent enough job they did in the end. I, I think, and I've, I've said it a couple of times last season, what kind of skews the uh, perception from other people of how we did is that we, we were quite a streaky team. We'd go on like a three, four, five uh, run of winning games, but then we'd try to develop with losing three, four, five in a row. Whereas if, you know, though, if that run of 10 games was a mixture of defeats and, and victories, then it kind of, it doesn't look as bad as when you're losing like sort of multiple games. So. Yeah, a bit, a bit of an underwhelming one. And, and like you say, it was just certainly from sort of February, March onwards, I think there was a real element of, okay, let's, let's just sort of do experiments a little bit and, and decide on like a formation and the start of playing what we want to do. Um, but then as far as the summer's gone, I'm, I'm pretty happy. I mean, obviously we got Coutinho signed permanently for a lot less money than we'd already agreed with Barcelona, which tells you the state of their finances um, <laughs> but also very early on I think the day after the season ended we brought in Boubacar Camera on a free deal um, and he's a defensive children which I've been crying out for ever since we came up to the Premiership and then a couple of days later we signed Diego Carlos um, who by all accounts was one of the better defenders in the Liga over the last couple of years so sort of strengthened really early on which allowed allowed them to right at the start of pre-season get into the club 
and, and get used to sort of new teammates and everything like that and the different style of play. And the pre-season's gone pretty well. I mean, you know, I think like everyone says, it's more of a fitness thing really, but we've started to see more of an identity and consistent style of play. Um, Diego Carlos has looked really, really good so far. Again, it's only pre-season, but on the ball itself, he looks very comfortable. Even he's been pressured, he's he's quite happy to receive the ball and pick a pass out. Um, Jacob Ramsey's done really well in pre-season as well. And also his younger brother, Aaron, who is part of the England under-19s. He's got quite a few minutes over the pre-season and looks pretty decent. So overall, I've been pretty happy with the summer. I still think there might be one or two more incomings, but as I say, we sort of address the main issues within a couple of days of the season ending. So quite happy that, that we did that really early on. I think that's quite sensible. Yeah, I, that seems fair. I feel, I feel you're one of the most active teams in the, the window. Obviously, you got Carlos in quite early. Um, obviously, Coutinho was done. So, yeah, it's just, it's kind of kind of positive. Um, right, we'll go again. I'll go round three. So, before we like start discussing all the other teams, obviously, we'll, we'll focus on, on your three. Uh, Dave, I mean, give, give us a number prediction where you think for next season for, for Newcastle. We'll finish. Yeah. Um, uh, I think a bound ninth. Um, I don't think we're quite as you know not quite ready to challenge the the real top teams, but um, I think about ninth will be good for us. Top ten, exactly. Yeah, uh, Carl for yourself, whatever. Sixteen. Where where did you finish last year? Same sixteen. Yeah. yeah, try to work out what the actual bottom three numbers were. <laughs> Sorry for yourself or Villa? Uh, similar to Dave, I think around nine tights. Mm. Well, no chance. No <laughs> yeah. chance. Okay. So we're going to do our successful uh, table prediction as well. So um, <laughs> we know how well that went last year. So, Carl, you've got a lot to live up for in this one. I've um, got nothing to live up to. Correct. <laughs> 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 but obviously, the. Community Shield is this weekend coming with the league starting next week. Um, I feel it's kind of been a a strange summer. Um, obviously, that we've got this stupid World Cup coming in December, so I would assume that's been taken a lot in it. Obviously, Man City made the, the huge Allen signing. Uh, Chelsea have signed Sterling. And I feel there's a bit of another big name that I'm... Oh, I was uh, yeah, let's, actually, before I carry on, can we can we address this Zinchenko fee? How the hell did Man City manage to get so much money for Zinchenko? How much was it? 32, 30, 30 32, 32 million, it says on the sky here. How? Please, somebody elaborate. I'll tell you what, he plays centre mid for Ukraine and he looks like an absolute different player. Like, I, I, I don't think Arsenal have signed him to play left back because obviously Tierney's there yeah. a, a lot of the time. When he's not injured, but yeah, I think he's probably 32 mil, probably pushing it a bit. But uh, <laughs> he's he, he is a far better player than he's been allowed to show playing left back every now and again for Man City. Yeah, I, I, I think that's definitely talent. I just I just can't believe the fee. Um, obviously, right. So there's those players mentioned, and obviously other ones that you'll know more than me. Uh, Carl, I'll come to you first. I mean, who's the the signing 
let's let's take out Haaland because I'd imagine you're all quite excited for Haaland. Um, I still think he's not going to be as good. But uh, who's the signing you? What teams do you think has done the best? Had the best summer, and what signing are you most looking forward to seeing when the league starts? I think Tottenham have, to be honest. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think I think Tottenham have. One thing I will say though, I don't think they've improved their eleven. They've just improved the squad. That's fair, yeah. That's probably what they needed to do as well. And they probably could have improved certain areas in the living, but the most important part was that squad, wasn't it? Yeah. They had um, a good January as well, didn't they? They did. And I think they've, they've signed cleverly. Um, not Tom Cleverly, obviously. I'm actually... Sorted half looking forward to see Richardson sit on the bench. <laughs> let's fa- let's face it, he is, and, and I generally do think he will. Yeah, he's, yeah. He, he's not going to upset Kane, Son, and the other, yeah. the other fella. Um, <laughs> Basuma is a really good signing if you keep him out of jail. Well, that's key, isn't it? Really, that I take it. I mean, I think the charge has been dropped now, haven't I? I was going to. I was, that's what I was going to say. Is there anything come forward that because? But twenty-five million is quite cheap, cheap when you think about yeah. it. I think it was his last year of his yeah. contract, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, right. yeah. Well, maybe not so cheap then. Um, but you know, the funny thing is, I think I think Jesus is going to rip it up for Arsenal. You know, I just got this weird feeling. No, I agree. Actually, I think uh, I think he's a brilliant sign for, for the way they play. 100%. Um, I think it's it's actually pretty shrewd. I mean, obviously Arteta knows him from Man City anyway, but um, I think it'll be excellent working hard along with like Saka and Odegaard and signed Vieira, not the Vieira, but a Vieira. Um, yeah. Plus, um, and Ketia seems like quite a few months as well in pre-season. Yeah. Um, so they've got they've actually got lots of options for the first time in a while, and I've got them finishing the Champions League places, which you know is Arsenal, so they probably won't, but. Um, I just like the look of what they're doing at the minute. Yeah, I agree with that, 100%. Uh, Dave, for you then, who who do you think's had the best the best window, and is there a player specifically that you're kind of excited to to see? Um, well, I mean, to pick up on Carl said, I mean, Tottenham have done really well. Um, Paris, which I'm excited to see. Um, might be a couple of years too late in terms of his prime because I've I've wanted him to come to the Premier League for a while, but um, interesting to see how he fits in. Um, they've also signed Long- uh, Longley from Barcelona, and yeah. I, if Spurs had one area to improve, I would have said they needed another centre half who wasn't, you know, like Ben Davies. Um, so that's a potential upgrade right there. Um, so I think I think Tottenham are in a great position. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing how Darwin Nunes does for yourselves because. He has had a pretty meteoric rise. Like he wasn't necessarily touted as a top player twelve months ago. So he had a great season in Portugal and got a got a big move, which is a bit of a gamble for me. I know I'm not going to go to his pre-season game because I think that's been blown out of proportion a little bit. But um, I'm really curious to see if he's the real deal or whether he just sort of had a purple patch. Yeah, me me too. To be fair, I have no idea. Uh, he's got lovely hair. That's all I can comment on. <laughs> um, yeah, Simon, same for yourself. Then you uh, just echoing the same with the, the Tottenham shout for the best summer. Yeah, full house. Uh, Tottenham, like um, it's already been said, they've 
they maybe not necessarily improve the start eleven, although I think you can maybe assume it does improve that midfield. But they've yeah, they strengthened the squad out and also um you know, this season it's five substitutions as well. Yes. It makes such a huge difference. So the you know, the bigger squad you've got, it um it'll really really adds to their options obviously. And also in certain games obviously like Tottenham have got Champions League football this season, so you know, if they've got a home game against, I don't know, some like Fulham or Bournemouth after a Champions League game, they can rest some for like a Richard or something. It's not going to make, you know, that big a difference where it's maybe last season you wouldn't be able to do something like that. So, yeah, I think they've done really well. And in terms of players, excited to see. Um, I mean, from a Villa point of view, Cameron, I'm really excited to see what, what he's all about. But, um, other than that, I think, yeah, like it would have been said before, uh, Jesus at Arsenal, I think playing week in, week out down the middle, I, I think he's going to score quite a decent number of goals. OK, so I've got a little question before I go on to my segue, which will tie in very nicely. Um, there's only one team not signed a single player this summer. Anyone name them? That's that. Bang on. So, as my prediction will be, first manager will be sacked this season. Being Mr. Brendan Rodgers. Uh, <laughs> Sai, I'll come to you first. First manager, you reckon's out the door this year? I think there's a couple of candidates that the Rodgers would definitely agree with. Um, but I'm going to go, if Southampton have a bad start, I think Hassan Hoot will be gone. Mm, Carol, for yourself? Yeah, they'll go with Rodgers. Yeah, and David? Bruno Large, Wolves. I think they, um, they've the finished... I think they finished last season pretty poorly. Jimenez is now out for eight weeks. Um, I don't think it's particularly a happy house there. And I think see him being peddled for some other Portuguese dude after about three weeks. Have they just got rid of that silver as well? Yeah, they loaned him out without a recall option. And then like two days later, Jimenez did his knee. So, (laughs) Oh, well, never mind. However, they have signed a player called Dom Plank from Dorking Wanderers, so, you know, things looking up. <laughs> Jesus. They, um, I just noticed they've, they've loaned out uh, Hoiver as well, who they brought in from us for yeah. a match. It was quite a big fee, because obviously that was at the time of the, the Jota deal. So I think he was part of the Jota deal, wasn't he? The, the yeah, almost. they did um, it separately, yeah, but it was like £17 million or so they got. So we, that's but, how we got, we got Jota for like £22 million. Like they've got rid of Roman Saiz, who yeah. probably like an unheralded centre-half, pretty good. Um, and they replaced him by signing Nathan Collins from Burnley for £20 million. Like, oh, yeah. what? What is that about? Like, <laughs> he's well, not Portuguese. <laughs> I, 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 I know Burnley aren't in the Premier League anymore, but I've just got a quick question on my whole resentment over the whole um, Deitch being sacked and was replaced mm. by Ben Mee, who was temporary in charge till the end of the season, who is now signed for a Premier League team. I can't remember who now. Brentford. Brentford. Mm. On a free, free transfer. Yeah, he was out of contract. You sat, <laughs> he didn't negotiate his own contract. He was there and he's like, ah, took it off from across the table. <laughs> what, a, what a strange what a strange end to that window. I swear um, though, in our last podcast of the season, I said that Vincent Company would be appointed by some championship club. And you now did. there he is, yep. loud and proud at Old Burnley. Uh, I think it, we actually did mention Burnley as well. We think we said that that was the... I mean, I didn't want to blow me on trumpet, but yes, I think we did say that. Yeah, that'll be that'll be interesting. Um, I think he'll be sacked quite quick. Ah, oh, yeah, definitely. 
Yeah. I was reading yeah. before, like, they're, like, the favourites to go up. Um, obviously, no before they had McNeil sold, but, like, they've lost three centre-halves, which is, like, what Burnley are all about. Um, I can't see them staying. I can't see them winning that league, you know, with a, with a rookie manager assisted by Craig Bellamy. Like, what we could see, do you think Craig Bellamy will get sent to the stands or given one. a ban for a No, just the swings off clubs. One. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Dave, you mentioned earlier, obviously, there's, you reckon there's still be a lot of incomings this, like, obviously you're talking about Newcastle, but I think there could be quite a lot of incomings for a lot of teams this year. I've I just think a lot of many releases and players outgoing. Hmm. I, think a lot of, I, think, I think a lot of clubs, like Sai said, like, did their business early doors, yeah. and then that was like the players who were always going to move on, and now there's kind of like a sort of, been a bit of a lull where we're waiting for like the old cork in the bottle be removed and then there'll be like quite a lot of movement towards the end of the window yeah um, there's a lot of sort of cards being played towards the chest that kind of thing um, there's no way we're not going to sign anyone else like yeah. I, I know we're playing it carefully but even even I'm we fairly confident in saying we won't sign anybody else that's us signed well you I mean, is like 60 70 million that's us spent our wit- Money for the next well, it, says, it says 85 on this, this uh, article yeah. I'm reading, but I mean, yeah, that, seems, that, that seems on the high side. Okay, so that's, that's four seasons then we've got no, no, no money for. Um, I yes. mean, you, you recouped, what's that, 50, 66 million, 70 million on Ben Davies, Neko Williams, Sadio Mane, and Minamino. Um, 70 million for those yeah, four? The, I'm trying to find out outgoings, because we yeah, the, the Minamino only getting fifty million for him is is just terrible business. Um, the fact that we got sixteen million for Nico Williams might be hysterical, but not as funny as Rangers paying us four million for a guy we spent one million on maybe and who never kicked the ball for us. I think I mean that's bizarre. Like that's Ben, ben Davies, the ben Davies signed him full. He definitely doesn't actually exist. I, I, I'm still not sure he does exist. I, I promise you. Um, but the Nico Williams going to Forest for £16 million is just... Thank God Wales make him look good. Because <laughs> that is that that is the worst fee we've ever... Well, best fee we've ever got since... I, I, I'm the Premier <laughs> for Dom Solanke's £35 million. <laughs> Jordan, I have 19 yeah, we we also Bournemouth for genius man. Bournemouth for the reason for all you guys who hate Liverpool the way they are now, just blame Eddie Howe at Bournemouth because Bournemouth gave us some ridiculous fees. They'll go. It's down harsh to blame year. Eddie Howe, obviously, but they'll go the, down next year. He's the face. Uh, for I Liverpool. mean, it's a bit harsh. Yeah, Bournemouth. I thought oh, I wonder who Bournemouth decided to try and keep them up this year, so they spent nothing, nothing on Joe Rothwell. And Ryan Fredericks. <laughs> what? Wait, what? Why? I mean, why would you spend nothing? What's wrong with you? And Forrest have spent the world. Forrest done the opposite, which I'm all for, to be honest. Like, I'm sick of these clubs who come up and like, you know what? Let's just bag the money and we'll come back up yeah, next year. Make, and have make a, a go. Forrest, like, you know what? We've waited a long time for this. So, everyone who's ever kicked a ball, he's 17 million. But the, the thing they've got to think about if they go down, which is still a big possibility, they're in shit street. Well, they are, but also like they'll have those two lads from Huddersfield who are probably championship players who could make yeah. a step up. 
They've, I mean, Lingard's on a one-year contract, which is the smartest business of all. It's like, yeah. well, one year. Smart for him, not for them. Oh yeah, yeah, for them completely. Oh, but, yeah. oh he, let's not get into that. But as a player, if he if he plays as he can, it's a good buy. Yeah. Um, even like Nico Williams, like he'll do what he did away in the championship for Fulham. So like, even if they go down, he'll do a job for them. Yeah. Um, then they've signed like a lot of random players who I don't know. Yeah. Quite large, quite large sums of money. They just swoop yeah. whoever of any really, I suppose. Dane Henderson on loan? Not bad. Yeah, yeah. Not bad. Not bad signing, to be fair. That's good for him as well, because obviously he clearly needs to get his like his confidence back, his mojo back now. Yeah, they've also said Wade Hennessy, so... Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure the benefit of that, but never mind. He doesn't know what he's getting himself into. Right. Yeah, he probably uh, does. Nah, well, he the did, money, he yeah, absolutely. You never heard of Hitler, so I mean, <laughs> he, probably, he, probably doesn't, he probably doesn't know Forrest won two Champions League once upon a time. European <laughs> Cups, sorry. In Joe Rebo. Hmm. Yeah, that was a random one. Yeah. Quite interesting to see how he gets on. He stood out a lot in, in Scotland, but yeah, it doesn't take much, but. It'd be interesting to see how he does. Um, I'm a huge fan of Southampton trying to spend £23 million on Liam Delap from Man City. Oh, really? They're trying, but Man City, bizarrely, said no. I've got him and my fantasy team on the bench, so that would be ideal, because then he might become a regular no. backup. Really no, that, that's, that's what we're all waiting for. But uh, but what? Yeah. why 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 did he command £23 million English pounds? Like, that doesn't make any sense. I can understand if it was a team like Watford, you know, who had like a lot of foreign players and they needed like the English quota almost. But yeah, that's a that's a strange one. Um, right. Anybody got anything more to add on the upcoming season? I mean, can we just take a moment to have a good old chuckle about Man United's not being able to <laughs> or get Ronaldo out? Yeah, I mean, it looks like he wants to go back to Portugal, but. There's the obvious handicap that he doesn't have to pay him, which seems to be. You've got to make someone to do the job, Jesus. Seems to be quite a way down on the agenda for, for everyone else, so. Um, that's a proper strange one for me. Um, like he was linked with like Chelsea, and then he. Wasn't he linked with Bayern and then PSG? Yeah. People just went, no. I thought I thought Bayern would happen for a season like to replace Lewandowski, but me too, to be honest. But uh, unfortunately, Has Lewandowski actually gone. Yeah, he's, he's gone, gone to Barcelona. Oh, wow. Hmm. <laughs> Barcelona, the Ev- the Everton of the La Liga, are still spending yeah. money. That's it. <laughs> Just, I mean, when Barcelona go bust, all those players on a free transfer, it's going to be mad. <laughs> It's going to be great for a football manager. That's <laughs> I was just about to say, it's proper football manager stuff. Uh, uh, I think earlier that Barcelona can't register uh, some of their signings until they get rid of De Jong. Yeah, uh, he, he's played a blind leg, hasn't he? Like, I love oh. him, you know. I, I, didn't, I didn't even know him two weeks ago. I fucking love him now. I love just turmoil at clubs like Man United. It just makes me warm and sound. I don't think it's I, I, I don't think it's turmoil though. Just yeah. I I've got them for in the, I I think they'll qualify for the Champions League this year. I think they'll finish. Nah, it. I don't think they will. Um, no, I'm on it that shortly, but don't ruin my segment. Okay. I've worked hard on this. Okay. <laughs> right. So nothing more to add. We'll um, 
we'll, we'll come back to more chatting at the end, but let's do our pre-season table prediction. Okay. So, uh, I'm going to go through the teams alphabetically, and as usual, just give me the, the place you think they will finish, and then we'll see the carry-on if people get too, too hingy, unless you've been really sensible and writing down the numbers as you go, but knowing what uh-huh. you feel like, there's not a chance. No, I've written, I've written them down this year, mate. You gave oh, us, you? <laughs> oh, yeah. When you gave us a warning 10 minutes ago, I thought I'm going to draft you. You already got pen and paper. <laughs> oh, hang on. Let me get my notes off. No, absolutely <laughs> not. That's the whole point. Dave's just a swap. I got caught out, got caught out last year and ended up predicting like, Leeds to finish 7th or something. I'm like, we're not having this again. <laughs> yeah, I'm not even going to... I was going to go over the predictions from no, last year. They, they've been... They've been burned. I will just point out, out of three of us, out of 60, we got a grand total of eight right. So, um, there's all you need to know, but it's going to be much better this year. It's going to be double figures. Uh, Carl, (laughs) you're the newbie to this. We have AFC Burnmouth, first up. 20th. 20th, straight down for Carl. Uh, I'll just come back to yourself, Dave. Yeah, 20th. Uh, Sai. Three out of three, 20th. I, I'm putting them 19th, so just to be different. <laughs> yeah, I, I want like... extra. I'm either. I'm, I'm gambling on the bonus point. Uh, well, <laughs> next up, I'll come to yourself then, Dave, and we have Arsenal. Uh, I've got Arsenal in fourth. And Sai? Fifth. Uh, and I will have them in six. Uh, Carl? Fifth. So only Dave has them in the Champions League. Uh, I've learned nothing from last season, have I? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? It's, it's, it's one or two ways for Arsenal, isn't it? With this. They've, they've kind of gone big with the signings that the mm. kind, of, kind of needs to pay off. Uh, oh, perfect timing, Simon, since you're first with, it, with Villa. Uh, I'll go eight. Oh, that's, that's a big shout, that. <laughs> uh, I have gone thirteenth. Uh, Carl, for yourself? Eleventh. And Dave? Tenth. Right. And then for myself, we have Brentford. I'm going to go Brentford in sixteenth. Um... And it's only because I think, well, it possibly could be 17, but I've already wrote it down. Hey, Carl? 18th. We've got them going down. One season wonder. Are they one season? Two seasons? Mm. Oh, well, it'll be the second season. Yeah. Yeah. Dave, for yourself? 18th as well. Hey, Sai? Full health again, 18th. I feel used for you of a concoction a lot of <laughs> um, next up, we have the, the pod's favourite team, Brighton. Uh, hey, for yourself, this one. Uh, I've got them 11th. I don't really know why, but I have. <laughs> Quite right. Uh, <laughs> Ivan? Oh, so uh, 12th. That's alright. I've got them uh, 11th as well, dude. So. And Carol, Brighton for yourself? 17th. Oh, oh no, sacrilege. This is nothing from Brighton more. They've signed three players this summer, right? One from Libertad Asuncion, one from Nordsland in Denmark, and one from Porto. 
Yeah, but Graham Potter. <laughs> no, but... Graham Potter is my new Sean Dyche. Who started there? That was yourself, Dave. So, Simon, for Chelsea? Uh, fourth. Ooh. I have them in third. Uh, Carl? Uh, fourth also. And Dave, for yourself? Fifth. Whoa. That would be a major disappointment, wouldn't it, if they, if they don't secure for, the uh, for, for who? <laughs> yeah, only for Chelsea. Oh, <laughs> no, no, no. We will gloat massive. I'm still disappointed if they went bursting like, into financial ruins. I'm disappointed they got bought over. Hey, uh, we started with Simon, so I will take Crystal Palace. And I, I don't know. I will take 14 for Palace. So, Carol, you're up next. 13. 13. And Dave. 13. 13. And Sai. Promise we've not discussed this before. I'm <laughs> <laughs> as well. Yeah. <laughs> I saw it. So we've both kind of, all four of us have kind of got them in that, that same section anyway. Uh, Carl, you're up next with oh, with Everton. Sixteenth. Uh, Dave. Fourteenth. Wow. <laughs> Honestly, like they must be sacking Lampard really early. There was, there was so there was so many teams in the bottom half of this league where I was like days could finish anywhere between eleven and twenty. I, I totally <laughs> <agree with> <laughs> it's not a great league this year. Like. No. Uh, Sigh for yourself. Fourteenth uh, as well. Don't say it. Uh, oh, 17 for <laughs> I think I'll stay up. Oh, thank you. Yeah. So, I'll disappoint. Yeah. <laughs> so, Dave, you have the, the almighty Fulham. Uh, I've got Fulham 19th. I fully expect Simon to say the same. And you'd be correct, yep. Yeah. <laughs> and I would have said the same, but I've got it the opposite way around for you, is I've got them rock bottom. And, Carl? 19th. Yeah. <laughs> Fully predicted our bottom two teams, just I've got mine the opposite way for you guys. I've got all three of mine down. <laughs> yeah, yeah you, you three are sorted, the exact same teams. So you are buggered if anybody else goes down. <laughs> <laughs> Who is after film? It is Leeds. I can't remember who started with film, but I'll come to you, Dave, anyway. Uh, I've got Leeds in 16th. Sai? <laughs> yeah, Sai. <same. laughs> uh, I have got them in 15th. And Carl? 15th. Uh, do, do, do. Leicester City. Uh, Simon? 10th. Most. Uh, I have them in 12th only because I've buggered up my table now that I'm going through the number <laughs> um, Carl 14th you are definitely writing these down so you remember the numbers because not one person has doubled up yet Dave 8th for Leicester 8th wow wow no Europe this year, nothing to distract them. Yeah, apart from the manager. But <laughs> <laughs> all, eyes all eyes on him. Yeah, uh, 
I'll come at you first, Carl, just so they know how much you love this team. The mighty Liverpool. Second. Uh, Dave? Champions. Oh, fuck off. My man. <laughs> Where did he have us last year again? No, four. No. <laughs> um, oh, no, Simon? Third. Yes! What? <laughs> My man. I've never heard you speak such nonsense ever. Um, I have us first, but I think we'll finish second. But I just can't. I can't say second. It's just stupid. Ah oh, man, Salah's Sal got the, the winter off. He'll be a different man now. Oh, that's a, he might actually have a good January. He might. Everyone else will be exhausted, and he'll be like, he'll be running on again. Right, Dave, we'll come to you. We sit here. I assume you've got them in second. I certainly do. And Sai? Uh, first. Yeah. Second for me. Champions for yourself, Carl? Championi. Yeah. Well, that'll be three in a row as well. Yeah. Yeah. When was the last mm. time? Are you right the last time to do that? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, there's, well, the only team is basically one, though, you can. Yeah, I'd have to be. <laughs> um, who do we have after? Oh, we have the, the red side of Manchester. Simon? Seventh. And I think they'll be lucky to finish that high, but they'll do it somehow. I have them in fourth, as I said. Um, uh, Carl? Sixth. And Dave? Yeah, same, sixth. Uh, next up, oh, come to yourself, Dave, since it's your team, Newcastle United. Ninth. Ninth. Uh, Sai? Ninth as well. <laughs> I see your tactics there, Sai. Just deliberately. <laughs> One slot ahead. <laughs> uh, I'm also in. Mm, no, I'm going to go eighth. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I just fancy the, the known Europe thing does it for me. Hey, uh, Carl, Castle. Tenth. Tenth. You know, all all for predicting top top half for Newcastle, which is which is good for the show. Uh, Nottingham Forest. Uh, Sai. Uh, I've got them fifteenth. Uh, I've got them 18. Uh, Carl? Shit. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. Um, 12? Jesus Christ. 12. <laughs> <laughs> now you see where our predictions went so badly wrong last yeah, year. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I've got them 17. Right. Uh, next up after Nottingham Forest we have Southampton I will take oh Jesus Christ I've fucked up here uh, I thought it was 10 for Southampton uh, Carl 14 this is where I like it going wrong hmm. uh, Dave 15 Bob is taking care uh, Simon? Uh, 17th. Oh. You really think Savannah going to have a bad season, do you? Uh, they just, they were so bad at the tail end of last season. Spurs, next, Carl. Third. I think it's a good shout, to be fair, where Conte in his second season kind of that identity stuff because they were getting better defensively as the season went on and with Kane and Son 
Mm, I sour for me. Um, yeah, happy. Uh, that's how you bonus point. Sour people in a bed and coming up with his uh, Tottenham Hospital Juvia this week. It's, uh, it's getting out of hand. Yeah, it'll be an interesting one, boys, to see how we do out of 20. Um, hopefully we can make double figures between us. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, it should be should be good. Um, quick prediction for the Community Shield, Dave? Uh, um, I don't know. I think Man City will win, just because um, they seem they're a bit undercooked at the minute. Interesting stuff. Yeah, no Allison as well, which I can't remember if I said on the pod or, or off here, which is it's, it's a massive drop off when we go from Allison to Keller. Uh, Ksai? Uh, Liverpool to go their tried and tested win on penalties. <laughs> no goals, no no, and then win on penalties. <laughs> uh, Carl? Yeah, Liverpool on pens. <laughs> yeah, I think City, I just, I think they're just. I think they're more on it than we are at the minute. Um, yeah. Shall we talk about Haaland for a bit? Yeah. So, yeah. Right, I'll put my case first because I, I feel I'm the, the opposite from, from you guys. Um, Can I just, before you start, I totally agree with whatever you're going to say because I feel the same. Okay, right. Sai, si, you go first because I feel Dave's kind of on the fence here and you're very pro pro Haaland. So, Sorry, I'll let you talk about Haaland. I keep calling him Salah. Not that good. Uh, Haaland first. Uh, I think he's got absolutely ripping up. His goal scoring record is is unbelievable. Yeah, you picked Kane for top goal scorer. <laughs> I know it'd be because Kane will play pretty much every week, whereas Haaland won't play right. every week. It's ah, fair Um I think he he looks ready made for Premier League football. He's fast, he's strong, he, he can score all sorts of goals, take people on and tap in. But also City just creates so many chances. And I think, uh, I, I think Greenish is going to have an outstanding season this year as well. And I think if you've got him, Foden, Mares, De Bruyne, Silva, feeding you chance after chance after chance, someone who's such a good finisher as Haaland, I just, I, I don't see how he can't have a, a great goal scoring season. I 50% agree with everything you've just... Actually, I agree with everything you've just said there. But the way I feel he will be the opposite is his body is so brittle. The, the injury record he's got with like hip issues and joint issues. I feel the, the hustle and bustle of the Premier League. Like, you know, the, the stupid old cold Wednesday night Burnleys and Stokes and all that. Like, but it's, it's a much more physical league than he's used to. And he's so quick. And he is... He's so good. Like, let's not... I'm not taking anything away from his ability, mm. but he's just going to get hammered constantly. Ah, that is uh, worry. Is that could that not be offset by the fact that at Dortmund he was playing every single week, pretty much every minute? Whereas at City, there's so much more. That they've got such a great squad. Yeah. The rotation can sort of manage any issues like that. Possibly, but then we kind of be touched, briefly touched off off here, and and obviously I'll, we'll bring Damon, Simon, and uh, Carlin as well. But we we kind of we're on the, the agreement that Man City might change the style of play to suit them. They've no other striker. Yeah, but only for once. Yeah, I mean they've done at the Guerrero for God knows how many years. So they're different types of strikers, him and Harland, but he was still you know 
basically number nine. Yeah, but he what? Yeah, and no, but he'd done so much more Aguero, and that's, that's so, so he fit into the system more than than Haaland would. Whereas I think they'll have to kind of go that almost like a four-two-three-one type system to get the best out of Haaland to get because he needs to be the focal point to get all these goals as you're mentioning. And as you're right, Man City creates so many chances, but their best tapping merchant they've just sold to Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> because how many times did we talk about a Man City goal where all they did, they got the ball ended up at the back post for Sterling who was literally a meter away from the back post who just stood there and let it hit off him sometimes. Yeah, no, that's a fair point. I mean, I just think like you know we all know that Haaland is oh, such a good player and it, I just yeah. I can't see how a, a player with that level of talent won't score a good number of goals in the team that just creates so much. I, I 100% agree. And I'm, I'm taking that. My thing is, I just don't think he'll play enough. I think he'll be injured yeah. a lot. And that's where I see the. That's the only way where I see your argument coming down. I would have took Haaland in a heartbeat. Let's not pretend that I'm not wishing <laughs> that he signed for us and not them. Uh, Carl, you said you're pretty much going to agree with me. So I'm going to come to Dave because I think Dave's a bit more balanced and. Whatever. But yeah, you, know, you, 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 you can go back in. Choose your next word carefully. Um, <laughs> and I mean, first and foremost, obviously, he's a fantastic player, and yeah. there's no way he won't score goals. But the point you made about his his injury record and stuff, you know, I don't think that can be ignored. Like last year, the 24 games of the Bundesliga here before 28. Um, that's you know, it's, he's missing what they play in the Bundesliga 36, 38. Either way, he's missing a number of games. Now, I imagine, as you say, Pep will rotate him, which is obviously going to hurt his minutes. Um, I think the Champions League has got to be a priority this year again for Man City. They've got to win it at some point. Um, and I think from his comments, from what he's been saying in pre-seasons, that he's going to he's going to, have to ease him in to Premier League football. Um, I can't see him playing every single minute, every single game for the football. Not in the early stages. Obviously, he's got the advantage of having a, a month's break over the winter because Norway didn't qualify. So. Um, there's a lot of pros and cons, but the last player like this who came from the Bundesliga having scored hatfuls of goals was Timo Werner. And he has not scored hatfuls of goals with Chelsea. And I've, and I've said it before on this pod, I don't think the Bundesliga is particularly good at defensive football. Yeah. And again, I don't think that's a count against Haaland because he scores ridiculous goals from all angles. It's not like... It's not that he walks through terrible tackles, like it, he just scores goals from everywhere. Um, but I don't think it's a surefire thing that he's going to come to the Premier League and rip it up straight away. Yeah, yeah. Again, another for shout. Yeah, I think it's strange with with other leagues in in England. There's just again, Italy's another league that I, I just can't think of a, a striker, especially who's come in and. Kind of set the world like. I mean, Carl, you said you were going to agree with me. So, take it, you, are you kind of on the same lines, or are you thinking a, a different way that you don't think he's going to be as successful? No, it, uh, don't get me wrong. Like like you've all said, he's a great player. He's a machine. Blah, blah, blah. Um, I just, it, for some strange reason, it just stinks as Shevchenko to me. And I don't know why. Yeah. Um, it's like Andrei Shevchenko, when he went to Chelsea, was probably one of the best strikers in the world. And he he fucked it, didn't he? Let's face it. Um, he'll get rotated. Pep doesn't like strikers. 
<laughs> it's 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 it's, 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 a, it's a it's a foregone conclusion. He's fell out with enough heavy striker in the world, hasn't he? Apart from Sergio Aguero, um, he fell out with Eto'o. He fell out with Ibrahimovic. No, I think he fell out with I think he fell out with Aguero as well. To be fair, yeah, he went through that phase where yeah, that's what he, he, he doesn't like strikers. Yeah. Um, and if if he doesn't hit the ground running, which it, there's a big opportunity that he won't. And if he doesn't hit the ground running, he'll be sitting on the bench. It's just literally as simple as that. And he's not afraid to do that, which is quite funny with Pep, because he will cut his nose off despite his face. Um, I think he's going to fail. Mass- not massively, but he will fail. Uh, yeah. So, right. I mean, you mentioned Grealish there, Si, right? So Grealish took a lot of stick this season. Now, he didn't have the greatest of seasons, granted. But he's always going to go down as a flop season because of the price they paid for him. Which, rightly or wrongly, whatever, whatever you see, he, the player doesn't pick his value, but that's the the chance you take anyway. So Haaland, obviously, they got for what seventy million. Obviously, stupid agent fees and all that nonsense, right? But what what classes as a as a flop for Haaland this season? Uh, so I'll come to you first, bearing in mind you're probably the more pro one out of us all. Pro, oh, I suppose depending on the number. of Games they plays, but if he doesn't get, I'd say if he doesn't get at least fifteen Premier League goals, then I'd say that yeah, you'd probably say that's not that's not works out great though. Yeah, uh, Dave. Yeah, I mean individually, he was looking at twenty goals. Obviously, probably back Christmas across all competitions. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's, again, depends on how his minutes go. Um, as a, as a team, I think I say if they don't win the Champions League, it's a it's a failure. It's as simple as that. To me, yeah. To me, City as a team always have to. If they don't win the league in the Champions League, anything else is a failure because the league's almost a fifty-fifty toss-up. Mm-hmm. Thirty-three percent toss-up if you add Simon's Spurs into it. <laughs> but <laughs> it's the last three years, last four years, five years. It's been Liverpool, or City, bar the stupid season with COVID and injuries. You know, it's been tight, what, one, two points in it each season. Um, so the league's a toss-up. It's whoever performs better out of the two teams. But the Champions League, they've, let's be fair, they've bottled it every season. Mm-hmm. Um, so it has to be if they don't win the Champions League. They don't even look like they've got... They've not even got to a final, have they? Cause they do, yeah, they got yeah, beat by Chelsea. Yeah, so, right, yeah. No, I was thinking it was... Who did PSG beat? They didn't. Um... Bayern beat PSG, didn't they? Yes, they did, yeah. That I was like PSG won a Champions League final, no? No, uh, no I think so. No, they haven't. Yeah, don't pay attention, but there you go. But yeah, like, so, like, yeah, that's that for me again, Dave, as you say, he's been signed. For, every player that they're looking at, they're signing for the Champions League, and even if he's not looking at Grealish as the Champions League player, He's signing Grealish to release another player to make them more available for the Champions League, if that makes sense. Um, so, Carl, again, for you, what, what makes Haaland a, a failure? Like, what would you say on a personal level? Like, what should the media be, like, calling out? I mean, we know they won't, but... Yeah, that, that, I'll probably go with what I said. Um, 15 goals. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's got to be at the very least, I think, to be honest. Um, he's coming with a big reputation. He's coming with, 
he, he smashed it at Dortmund and I, I know with with injuries and stuff, but he still has. Um, if he's not getting 15 in the Prem, you've got to be asking questions. I mean, as much as I hate to say it, Salah, how many goals did he get? 30, 34, whatever. Um, he's got to be looking at that. And if he doesn't, then it, like you said, he's going to be under scrutiny. I just, I just can't say. It. I just really can't. Yeah, the yeah, it's just it's an interesting one because the, the talent is there. I mean, he's he's top five players in the world just now. Yeah, on form you would say. Yeah. That's it. I mean, his record for Dortmund, he got eighty six and eighty nine in all competitions. Is that what he got? That's ridiculous. I mean, I mean th- those are ridiculous numbers. But like I say, how good's the opposition? Yeah. Well, yeah, this 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 is the big thing. I mean. I I truly believe Mane goes to to Germany and is comfortably scoring twenty five to thirty goals a season. I think he'll score a bagful, mm-hmm. bagful. But you look at like Holland in the first weekend, West Ham away. Craig yeah. Dawson's going to smash into him in the first minute. Oh first yeah, challenge, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, straight in. Like, forget defenders. When do the first time they? I can't wait till the first time he goes up for a head on Harry Kane just goes underneath him. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and he lands on his foot because yeah. he's quite big. He's quite tall as well, isn't he? Well, I'm yeah. sure they said he'd grown about six inches in the last year or something. Isn't he like grown like six foot five or something? I I don't know. I think I'd fancy being because he's got quite a good jumping on him. I, I don't fancy him landing on his back inside and that no hurting. <laughs> well, no, but I mean it's, it's obviously going to be a huge talking point. Yeah, and like uh, it's one of those like. We're all football fans, so we want them to do well, and you want them to light light the league up. Um, but as I just cannot stand Man City now, um, I hope he has like the worst career ever now. <laughs> In a non-biased professional podcasting manner, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'll be yeah. He's the biggest talking point for me. I, I think there's no really any other player. Under much scrutiny, I do feel Sterling could come under a lot of scrutiny if he doesn't succeed. Just be, just purely on the basis he's been to three big big teams now. Yeah, and yeah. you have to say he's been a success where he's been though. Like, yeah, oh, hundred percent. And he, for it, he never lets England down either. No, he's one of no, the few that it, never do. I mean, his, his goal contributions, what do you want to call them? Goals and assists over the last couple of years at Man City, it's insane. Like. And England is throwing in the mix as well. Like he's involved an awful lot. Are you surprised um, he only got fifty million last year? Was contract, wasn't it? Oh, was it? Yeah. Ah, okay, okay, fair enough. I don't think he fits in a Chelsea. That's a lot as well, to be fair. I don't think he fits in a Chelsea at all. By the way, I, I, I mean, he's, I like him as a player, but I don't think he. I don't think he's what Chelsea need. I agree, but I also think he'll be their best player of the season. Can we just? Can I just put a question to you? Because this is quite amusing. But yes. it will be for you anyway. Um, Ross Barkley is apparently coming back to Evan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thoughts? Well, I mean, it's not like Everton to gather up underwhelming <laughs> number 10s, is it? Jesus. It's, do you know it's, what I'm going to, which I do agree with, by the way? But you know what the worst thing is? He strolls into our side. Um, I'm hey, trying to your team to even know. Are you try- have you still got Deli Alley? Apparently so, yeah. Good grief. He scored two against Blackpool. Isn't he? Isn't that the most strange... I know I'm going off topic for the Barkley one, but isn't the Deli Alley one maybe the most 
strangest appointment ever. Um, they're on the biggest falls of grace of any football I can remember. Yeah. Apart from Fernando Torres. Did you? I don't care. Uh, yeah, I didn't drop that uh, for us, so I don't care. I'm not even taking that personal. No, <laughs> I was, it wasn't meant to be personal. All right. Uh, yeah, just after Simon's little dig at me midweek when we were on Twitter, um, ah. I, was trying to, I was trying to take the back. Um, did you... We're going right off topic here. On Delhi Ali, did you watch the Amazon documentary with Spurs? Yeah. 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 I remember like fans saying that that was like misconstrued. That clearly wasn't. Mourinho definitely (sighs) just. He didn't like him, did he? Well, I don't know. I think it was the opposite. I think he loved him, but he just couldn't put up with that. Like, I think he just demands too much for the likes of. Yeah. You saw, wasn't it, in. Like quite early on when Jason came in, he was sort of telling him how good he could be, but he, yeah. he needs to can't, he can't be arsed, can he? Exactly, can't be arsed. Wasted talent, like that. Definitely. Yeah. Well, like we Liverpool fans were desperate for him before he went to Spurs. Yeah, he's a Liverpool like, fan, isn't he? Yeah, it was the massive talks to get him. Um, obviously he chose Spurs because they were more of a path into the first team, and rightly so. He was for not that first what two seasons. When he broke into the three. Three, he was phenomenal. Like yeah, he, he was, was just he just done things that centre midfielders didn't do at the time. I don't think he's a midfielder though. I don't know Personally. what he is. He's just I don't, I don't even he's know he's a footballer anymore. No, he's definitely not a footballer. <laughs> like Jesse Wingard's more of a footballer than Dele Alli is, and that's that's a lot that's, that's a sad state of affairs. Yeah. Um the thing with Dele Alli is obviously we signed him and you've got to look at it as if to say, oh yeah, we signed Deli Alley, but we haven't signed Deli Alley from three, four years ago. We've signed Deli Alley, you can't fucking move. It's, it's a bit like going, <laughs> going full circle. It's a bit like signing Ross Barkley back, isn't it? It's not the Ross Barkley that he's had breaking through. I'd rather have Ross Barkley than Deli Alley. Because at least you know he cares about the club. Uh, he, he, <laughs> no, he definitely does. He's, he's still one of you lot as well. Does he? That's the problem. <laughs> I don't get me wrong. Not a professional footballer. The, the reason why I asked is because a lot of Everton fans don't want him back for, for the simple fact that he fucked us over. Um, yeah. But don't get me wrong. Whatever. I mean, it's scary to think there was a time that I wanted him in the Liverpool team. I, I know a lot of Liverpool fans who wanted him. Um, I thought he was the. I thought he was. He was I, I a Gerard type player for Liverpool. He shouldn't have. Don't get me wrong. He probably plateaued at us, but he should probably shouldn't have went to Chelsea. Yeah, it's hard though with the money that they would have offered. Yeah, him. of course, and and it goes back to my original point. He's better than comfortably better than all our midfielders, and that's a sad state of affairs. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't even realise he was coming back, but. And, I don't know how I don't know how true it is. Obviously, but. the most politely it is the most Everton signing ever, though, isn't it? Oh yeah, <laughs> we're replacing Ross Barkley with Ross Barkley. Yeah. And, oh, sorry. Can I just throw in? We want Garner Gay on loan, so we're replacing Garner Gay <laughs> with Garner Gay. <laughs> oh, I do. Welcome to the surface. I do love it. I do. I hope you never get relegated, just for my sheer enjoyment level. Thanks, mate. But I also want to get relegated for my pure pleasure. Yeah, <laughs> see, the, my, see the dilemma I have to go through every season because of your club. Oh, I'll tell you what, it, it, it keeps me awake at night. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boys, it's been an absolute pleasure to be back together. 
It really has. It's been a while. I enjoyed the break. I enjoyed being away for years. But it's good to have you <laughs> back. Thank you very much. Um, the, I'm just trying to think. Do, 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 what day are we on? So this will be out tomorrow, which is Friday. We'll, uh, we'll not come back and review the chat of the Community Shield. Fair to say. <laughs> um, <No>, correct. <laughs> yes. We, um, yeah, so we'll be back the, the first weekend of the season. Um, maybe a little surprise non-Premier League review podcast. Um, if we can get the four together, um, before the season starts. If not, it can be done at any time, but if not, we will certainly be back in your ears first thing in the Monday morning of the first week of the Premier League season. Um, I'll not tell you the date because I can't be bothered looking, but I do love yous. Um, I'll come to yourself, Dave, first, uh, if you can let everybody know. Well, remind everybody where they can find you and what you've been working on. I've not been working on I've been very quiet. So yeah. uh, you can find me on Twitter, at CM9798. Uh, or more on YouTube, which is CM9798 players. Yeah, the, the YouTube stuff. Is it, are you still playing Master League as often? Yes, yeah, we've got. We've been doing one a week. Um, I think there's maybe two games a season to go, so we're nearly there. Excellent. Uh, Simon, for yourself, has the, the Hotcast podcast been on throughout the summer? Uh, there's been a couple of bits and pieces, yes. Uh, myself on Twitter is at Cyrig, and yeah, for Villa fans, the Holtcast podcast, uh, will be doing a pre-season preview in the next few days, so that'll be out soon, if anyone's interested. Excellent. And Carl, the, the newest full-time addition of the squad, uh, a little bit for yourself. Where can they find you? And are you still working on the, the A to Z of Everton? Yeah, um, I'm at Dictionary Dean. On Twitter, we are up to letter I, which will please Ali. It's Ian Rush throwing bags of gold past us. That's a man. That's a man. What a moustache as well. What a moustache. Yeah. Big uh, nose, though. And you can find us at Man in the Post on all your social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, please rate, review and subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all, all those good places you will find our soothing tones. Um, Ross, I was going to say Kristen again, but I believe Ross, Adam, Ryan, and whoever, I want to say it was Tom, I can't remember, mm. uh, did a, a, another uh, season preview with our usual predictions, which will be out fairly soon as well. So give that a listen. I assume Chris and the Bat Gang will be back recording on Thursday nights, Friday mornings for yourself. Um, as the season goes on and again as I said, us four or a version of the four of us depending on who's doing what we'll be back in your ears every Monday morning without fail, we will try to keep it regular Sunday nights and get the routine back to the Monday mornings if there's anything you would like us to discuss, talk about, if you'd like even a little bit of fun, please let us know hit us up in the comments and we will do our best to please you but gentlemen it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you very much for joining me. Thank you. Thanks, Ali. Welcome back. Thank you very much. And always remember, keep your man in the post.